from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Good everyone. John Lee, Nettie in the Morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. It's Thursday, April 16th. We've got a jam-packed show today. Deacon Randy Keel coming up here soon. Your first and or second reading for this Sunday. We will do a little Lexio Divina, spiritual or sacred reading, uh, over Maureen Kenny at 715 today. She's the Director of Stewardship for the Diocese of Des Moines. The Diocese has launched now the COVID-19 Relief Fund for different parishes uh, and organizations here in the Diocese of Des Moines. We're going to talk about all what that is and also ways that you can help support your parish during this time uh, of the pandemic. Julie Nelson coming up, co-host of Catholic Women Now here at Iowa Catholic Radio, going to preview her 9 o'clock show. And at 745, Mark Parrish is going to be on. He's the owner, funeral director of Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. We're going to talk about how uh, this has impacted funerals during this time. I, I was really interested in that uh, the, the other day, and I thought, you know, let's get him on. What, what is a, a funeral like right now? Um, you know, with so many people mourning deaths, and, and of course, even deaths uh, for COVID-19. What, what, is that, what is that like? What are the stipulations? So we're going to talk to Mark Parrish all about that coming up at 7.45 today. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour as well. Let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Thursday to you. How's everything going on uh, your end of this uh, pandemic uh, self-quarantine? You know, I woke up early this morning and I thought to myself, what day is it? And then I thought right afterwards, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, for you, you don't have a flight to catch, a hotel to check out of, or to check into. Uh, yeah, your 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 lifestyle's changed quite a bit here. It's a new world right now. It certainly is. It certainly is. It's going to get more interesting outdoors. We're uh, <laughs> we're expecting snow. That system that came from the south was just supposed to touch Iowa. Now it's getting into Iowa, and we could. Uh, I'll just say this: have your snowblower ready. I hope folks didn't uh, put it back in the back part of their sheds. Uh, we may need it uh, today. What are they saying? Well, initially it was uh, one to three inches. They're saying one to four inches of snow here in central Iowa, and now they have uh, six to ten inches if you're in southern Iowa today. And that'll all end by tomorrow morning at this time, John. So this could get real interesting. Goodness gracious. Well, I, you know, I feel like we in central Iowa, I, now, now that I say that, we're going to get like 15 inches of snow, but I feel like we just always miss it, you know, the, the, the big one. We either go south or north, so we'll see. Yeah, they were talking about this morning, uh, Jerry Ann mentioned 
earlier in the week when we mentioned uh, today's forecast, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday, they were saying we could see a little bit of snow, but that system now has mo- moved up from the south, and the temperatures aren't that warm. We're only supposed to get up in the mid-30s today, and that's just ripe for uh, the precipitation, and we're going to see uh, <laughs> we're going to see a lot of snow today. Some of it's going to melt, and some of it's going to stick, so we're, mm-hmm. we've got that to wor- look forward to, especially tonight during a, uh, about 5 o'clock during rush hour traffic. Well, what is a little bit of rush hour traffic in these days. I tried to look for the silver lining, so maybe that'll be my workout today. Just shovel in the driveway. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning on this Thursday morning from the WHO-TV Channel 13 Weather Desk and meteorologist Megan Selwall, and it's not good right now. Mercy One Studio temperature, 31 degrees, cloudy skies, a southeast wind at 3 miles per hour. And today we have a winter weather advisory beginning at noon today here in central Iowa, and it'll last until 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. Uh, We could see 1 to 4 inches of snow now here in central Iowa. A winter storm warning in southern Iowa today beginning at 9 o'clock this morning. It's already snowing down in the Creston area along Highway 34. So if you're going from Creston to Sheridan to Ottumwa, they could see 6 to 10 inches of snow uh, by the time it's all done. Today we'll see rain changing to snow. We could see heavy snow at times here in central Iowa. Today's high 38 degrees. Tonight, snow showers. We could up, we could see up to 6 inches more snow in southern Iowa. Overnight low of 29 degrees. And tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 47 for your Friday. Saturday, windy and warmer. A high of 60 degrees. And by Sunday, partly cloudy and a high of 58 degrees. And the extended forecast right now, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week, highs in the lower 60s. Well, in the news on this uh, Thursday morning, well, for the first time, the Iowa Department of Transportation is allowing teenagers over the age of 14 years old to take the electronic knowledge-based driver's test at home with parents as their proctors. Now, this is part of the Iowa DOT's Skip the Trip program that started last year, which allowed students to take the written online uh, driving test at approved educational sites, places like their school. Well, due to the corona uh, virus pandemic, the Iowa DOT has now expanded it to the students' homes. Uh, parents or guardians just have to f- uh, have a valid driver's license and fill out an application to administer the test to their children. Uh, if you want more information on the skip the uh, trip program administered by the Iowa DOT. Uh, go on, uh, log on to iowadot.gov. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And again, uh, all Iowa high school spring sports and activities have been suspended indefinitely due to the coronavirus. And if schools open up, they could begin spring practices on May 1st. Uh, and that includes uh, girls and boys track, soccer, golf, and tennis. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently in Des Moines, we have Cloud skies 31 degrees a southeast wind at three miles per hour but today a winter weather advisory for central iowa beginning at noon today lasting until seven o'clock tomorrow morning we could see one to four inches of snow here in the greater des moines area uh, rain changes to snow throughout the day a high of 38 degrees and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your thursday morning john leonetti show coming up jimmy olson and he has your morning traffic report i'm mark amadeo Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Another pretty easy drive this morning. Lots of construction, so be aware of that. We are accident-free. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently. Online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Randy Keel now. Good morning, Deacon. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the day. That's right. Um, let's talk about the first and or second reading today for this Sunday. We are going to the second letter of First Peter. All right, let's do it. This, this portion of Scripture is sort of like a little mini theological lecture on the second, I'll call it sort of the second glimpse into some of the formation of our church. You know, we have Luke from Acts who wrote about how Peter was brought into the church, the position he was brought in from Christ's ordination into mankind, ordination of the priesthood sacrament of the Eucharist instituted, and now we're going to come all the way up. This is sort of a glimpse of, First Peter is sort of a glimpse of a little bit of mini picture of RCIA, people coming into the church. This letter was written, John, as an, uh, an exhortation to those who are going through, at that time, sort of the liturgy of baptism. So we're not sure if it, was read, if it was to be read during baptism or it was read after baptism. But we know it all surrounds baptism according to what Peter's writing. And he's writing here to a group of people that have been dispersed into many different areas, Pontus, Galatius, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, all this area, approximately 300,000 square miles is the territory mm-hmm. that he's written to. So while this is a small letter, this is no small letter! <laughs> This is a letter of grandeur written to very, of course, very young Christians, many of them steeped in their Jewish faith, but everybody was new in their forming Christ faith. And he asks of them, do not run from the gospel that you've heard proclaimed. Are we not fortunate in these days, but yet possibly a disadvantage? Let's look at this with our sense of responsibility. We hear the gospel, the word of the Lord, proclaimed from our ambos, from priest, deacon, whomever, but through holy orders we hear the word of Christ proclaimed. Are we yet the proclaimers of that message back? That's a call of admonition for all of us in our daily duties, our family lives, our personal prayer life, to be proclaimers of the gospel of Christ so we can herald that message out we also can do the mission of Jesus Christ, and that is build up the kingdom as we wait to aspire for resurrection of what he's talking about here all over First Peter. I just can't help but think of, you know, uh, what goes into getting a letter like this during that time, you know, 300,000 mi- uh, miles from you. You know, I, today it's a few clicks of a, a computer, you know, on, on an yeah. email. Yeah. Um, in fact, this morning, this morning I got an email from a guy from India that asked for permission to use a quote that I use in a graphic. And I, I look, it said, uh, it said India uh, under his, uh, a place in India under his um, uh, tagline. And I, and I thought to myself, my goodness, that's awesome. But, you yeah. know, that, that didn't happen in the days of, of Christ Jesus, in the days right afterwards. I mean, this is something that, uh, it, it's just, it, it's another layer for me of, of how this has to be true. It is. And, and also the fact that they would took, it's so contrary to human nature, because when we have so much suffering, our human instinct is to run and bolt. But we have three verses in this portion of Scripture on Sunday. We have 
verse 5, verse 7, verse 9, all accentuating to hold strong to our faith. Faith is such a theme for this Sunday's reading, for this second reading. Hold strong to our faith because our human instinct is to bolt, to run out, to run away from the fire. But basically, he, Peter's talking a lot about the suffering that all these believers are going through for the sake of the persecution of their humanhood, but he's turning it and saying, no, this is a persecution against the faith, but it cannot overcome us because we know of the glory of resurrection of that which awaits us. He's proclaiming to them, basically, we are Easter people who live between what happened and what is yet to come, but we know the ending, and that is the resurrection of Christ, therefore it is the resurrection of the believers. It's incredible. Would you give us your blessing this morning? Of course, be privileged to proclaim and herald the presence of the gospel that come upon all of us. I pray for that to infuse inside of our minds, our hearts, and our souls to come out, to emit out of everything that we do and bless the people that you bring us around today, Lord. We pray this blessing in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Deacon Randy Keel, everyone. Thanks, Deacon. Have a great rest of the week. You too, John. Bye-bye. All right, coming up right after this, Maureen Kenny is going to be on, Director of Stewardship for the Diocese of Des Moines. We're going to talk about the COVID-19 relief fund that's been set up in the diocese and more ways that you can help your parish uh, or different organizations here in the Diocese of Des Moines right after this. Maureen Kenny, don't go anywhere. John Lanetti in the morning right here on this Thursday, April 16th. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. They are a Catholic family that loves Iowa Catholic Radio. We're happy to feature them on here each and every weekday morning. Yes, they love their Iowa Catholic Radio, and they got a story behind it. The Pew family, Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design listeners for a long time and serving families all across central Iowa now for a long time as well with outdoor landscaping and design. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That is Five Sons naturescapes.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com.
Confluence.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Gray's Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. Support Catholic media. What an incredible gift Catholic media is. Support any kind of Christian outreach that's getting the word out. Because it's a contrast to the negative message which is often being promoted, especially as regards issues of human dignity. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks for joining me today, friends. Thank you also to Bell Construction for underwriting the show. Dean Bell, residential re-roofs 30-plus years. A man that knows that above business, though, is faith. man committed to running his business with Christian values. Yes, yes, even if it snows today, 963-4494. That's not going to stop him. 963-4494. Let's go to our next guest, Director of Stewardship for the Diocese of Des Moines. Welcome back, Maureen Kenny. Thank you, John. Good morning. Thanks for coming on. All right, let's talk about the COVID-19 Relief Fund. Uh, We know that the bishop launched this the other day. What is it? Yeah, um, so the COVID-19 Relief Fund is the Catholic response to what's currently going on right now, uh, the COVID-19 crisis. And the fund, um, in a nutshell, will provide immediate assistance to the most vulnerable individuals and families in our faith community. So it will also address the most pressing needs in our Catholic parishes, too, and their efforts to remain operational for individuals and families in this crisis. I think I was on with you maybe a little more than a month ago, John, and that seems like ages ago, but we were just talking about the impact of this crisis on our parishes, and uh, we were talking about how uh, parishes in particular were just going to struggle in this crisis with the, the lack of um, the norm, normal amount of tithes coming in to assist their, their ministry needs. And so now we've finally been able to put a number to what our parishes are experiencing, and they're experiencing a decrease of about 20% plus in tithes. So like I mentioned, this impacts their ability to carry out their, their missions and ministries, and, and some pastors are staring down some tough decisions here pretty soon. What is it that we can do? I mean, do we give to the fund? Do we give to our parish? How does that work? Yeah, that's a a great uh, question. In in terms of stewardship, first, what we want to do always is pray and ask God um, how he may be prompting you to share your your skills and resources. It may be through Iowa Catholic Radio. It may be through your parish. Um, And then I would encourage you just to look up the local effort, um, specifically in in your parish first, and see if there's an effort that's that's underway there. I'm thinking of my home parish, which is St. Francis of Assisi, and they have a Helping the Homebound ministry, and it's continuing its ministry right now by collecting groceries, prescriptions, and other needs for individuals who, who can't do those things on their own at this time. So look up your parish and, and also try to continue to tithe if you can, if God has blessed you in that that way in particular. And then lastly, if you're able to, I would recommend supporting the Diocesan COVID-19 Relief Fund 
because it will provide immediate assistance to individuals and families um, in their efforts to to keep afloat in this crisis. So it will pay things like regular monthly bills, like rent, utilities, medical bills, etc. So does this is this run through Catholic Charities, or this runs through the diocese itself? Yeah, um, it's a, there's been a lot of great collaboration. That's one opportunity that's come out of this crisis. There's so much collaboration going on right now. So the Diocese of Des Moines and Catholic Charities have partnered to begin this COVID-19 relief fund. And you're exactly right. The, the support to individuals and families is, um, is part of Catholic Charities' efforts, and they will in particular be distributing those funds to individuals and families. Yeah, this is great because, you know, I when I think of, you know, the struggles that people are going through, I think of it in large groups. For instance, uh, my home parish, St. Pius or St. Teresa's or, uh, uh, you know, the Hispanic community. But this is really geared towards individuals and families and, and families and individuals that might be listening to this show right now that are wondering, how am I going to make uh, my next house payment next next week? Or how am I going to go to the store uh, when I have this much in savings? So uh, will people be able to apply or how does that work? Yes, they, the details are still being worked out, but the plan is for folks to um, apply directly through Catholic Charities Outreach. So say if, if they um, have connection through Catholic Charities, perhaps through the emergency family shelter or the food pantry, that would be one way to apply. And then another way would be through if you have a determined need through your parish or school, then um, that connection can also help you um, apply through Catholic Charities as well. So details are still being worked out on that, but I would encourage you to contact Catholic Charities um, if you do have need right now of immediate assistance. This has got to be such a new world for you, Maureen, because, you know, I, I think of a director of stewardship, you know, someone, you've got to have your, your eyes and, and ears, you know, maybe three months, six months, a year, or maybe like a five-year plan, where we want to go and the things that we want to do. And all of a sudden this hits and, and just kind of puts a halt to everything that we look at down the line. And now we just look at the day. We look at the next day, the next week for our parishes, for our communities, for individuals and families. It's got to be a whole new world for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It definitely is a, is a, a, a situation that we never anticipated. I wish I could have gone back to January 2020 and warned myself this might be happening so I could, you know, make some precautionary measures. But, uh, you know, like, like we talked about, there are opportunities with those challenges. And, you know, I've seen great collaboration across the Diocese of Des Moines. Um, for example, Cindy Meyer, she's a parishioner at St. Anne's Catholic Church in Logan, and she's been sewing masks for healthcare workers in Logan. And we shared a picture of her on social media. And now folks are sending her fabric so that she can continue her work of sewing those, those face masks. And then priests have also ventured into frontiers, specifically in technology, in ways they never have before. And that's really remarkable to see. Yeah, amidst the suffering, friends, there's there's going to be uh, good that's going to come out of it. Uh, we know that, and all suffering, that's what happens in the midst of this right now, though. It, it can be difficult to be able to see that, but I, I think in the long run, hopefully for our diocese, for our parishes, even though there's, there's grave suffering happening, uh, there can be good that can come out of it. Now, that being said, uh, that, that 
means you have a part to play in that. Uh, and so, friends, if you have uh, maybe an excess, maybe you're still able to work from home, maybe things haven't changed for you financially and you're able to give a little bit more than what maybe you would otherwise give monthly to your parish or give to this COVID-19 relief fund, uh, please do so. Uh, you can make it easy uh, you know, to do, but but you know that's the, the big thing right now for us, especially for those that, that might still have a little extra cash on hand. Uh, how can people give to this COVID-19 relief fund? Yeah, John, it's available at our diocesan website, dmdiocese.org slash giving. And, and thank you in advance, everyone, for, for your prayerful support and material support of our efforts here as a, as a faith community. Yeah, dmdiocese.com slash giving, uh, .com or .org, I'm sorry. .org. Org slash giving friends, even just 10 bucks, 15 bucks, $100 goes a very long way. It all piles up to be able to help these individuals and families out. And now I have a feeling when, when this starts to break away, we're going to hear the stories of what this fund has done and, and how it has helped so many people. So thank you, Maureen, for doing this and setting this up with the bishop. God bless you. Keep up the good work. Thank you, John. You too. Have a great day. All right. Yeah, thank you. We're, uh, we got Julie Nelson, co-host of Catholic Women Now. Hi, John. Good morning. Happy Octave of Easter to you. That's right. Yes, it is. What do we got coming up on your show? Well, we have a priest coming on, Father Michael Mitchell, Legionary Christ, and he has um, a very strong devotion to divine mercy and has been um, promoting it. He has written a, um, he actually took on this last year painting the image, and through painting that image, there was a lot of inspiration and reflection that came to him that he's going to share with us, but also, but we're not, it's not just about talking about St. Faustina, Divine Mercy Sunday. We want to talk about how we live Divine Mercy as a spirituality in our lives. What does that look like? What does it mean to be an apostle of mercy and how this can be such a gift to the church? Yeah, lots of graces coming this Sunday, friends. Divine Mercy Sunday. We're going to yeah. talk all about it tomorrow as well on this show. But make sure to listen to today, 9 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the evening. Uh, co-host of Catholic Women Now, Julie Nelson. Her co-host, Chris Magruder. Sounds like a great show today, Julie. God well, bless thank, you. Thank you. You too, John. Have a great day. All right. Coming up in the second half hour, Mark Parrish, owner and funeral director of Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. You hear them here on Iowa Catholic Radio. We're going to talk about what it is they're experiencing in the funeral home world right now. How has COVID-19 impacted funerals and families? Uh, and, and how, uh, you know, if someone was to die in our family, what what will that look like right now during this time? I've even thought about that. So we'll have, uh, we'll have Mark Parrish coming up to answer all those questions here in the second half hour. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on this Thursday, April 16th. Thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show, formed in 2001 by Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman. Blessman International, thank you again. Their work has not quit. It still continues to be able to help meet the needs of impoverished children and families in South African province of Limpopo. BlessmanInternational.org. That is BlessmanInternational.org. Let's go to... Uh, Father, uh, yeah, Father Andrew Winchell with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The disciples of Jesus recounted what had taken place along the way and how they had come to recognize him in the breaking of bread. While they were still speaking about this, he stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. But they were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. 
Then he said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do questions arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet, that is, I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you can see I have. And as he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While they were still incredulous for joy and were amazed, he asked them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of baked fish. He took it and ate it in front of them. He said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and in the prophets and Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. The Gospel of the Lord As if to prove to these disciples that their initial encounter with him wasn't a mistake or as if they weren't dreaming, Jesus appears to them once more. He's patient as they're slow to realize that he is indeed risen, even with a body which he proves by eating in front of them. While they're privileged to witness these things, he exclaims that they must now go forth and preach that repentance in his name can lend to the forgiveness of sins. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePhD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Coming in strong, hey friends, thanks for joining me. It's Thursday, April 16th, outside of the Mercy One studio for the time being. We'll be back in in no time. Mark Parrish coming up here soon, owner and funeral director of Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. We're going to talk to him about how COVID-19 has impacted funerals, what they're doing to accommodate families while complying with state and federal uh, regulations during this time. So kind of enter into the funeral world. I've been interested to know how this has affected them. They're a sponsor here at Iowa Catholic Radio, but uh, more than that, I know they are going out and and, uh, and doing what they can do to be able to help different grieving families right now. 
uh, during this time especially. All right, let's get to it. Um, let's go to uh, Deacon Tony Valdez and offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, sir. Well, good morning once again, John. Happy Thursday to you. We're halfway through the month of April, and we've got snow in the forecast. Huh? Must yep. be spring in Iowa. You one to four inches today. That's what they're saying here in central Iowa. Basically, if you live in Ames, you're going to be fine. It's everything uh, north of Interstate 80, not going to be affected too much. It's everyone south of I-80 across the state that's going to get the snow. One to four inches here and down by, uh, what, Creston, Sheridan, Ottumwa, six to ten inches uh, to dig out from this time tomorrow morning. Thank goodness. You know, I was just thinking last night, it's about time to get that lawnmower ready to go, and then this happens. I remember a few years ago, John, I told you we had snow on our deck, but we were mowing our front lawn because uh, we had that type of uh, range in temperatures. We had snow on our deck, a snow drift or two, and then we uh, were mowing the front lawn because the, the grass and the sun hit the uh, the front side of the house and generated uh, grass growing. So it's quite interesting. We will remember these times for a while now. Yes, we will. So, are you staying safe? You uh, doing well during the pandemic? I know you're uh, you're you're writing, so I know you're you're reeling off chapters every hour. But uh, how, how are you holding up? Uh, I know you're down at the bottom of the uh, the Wii scoreboard as far as Wii bowling. Yeah, yeah, that that's not changing at all. But uh, you know, just just writing and uh, getting work done on that end. So yeah, you know, I figure if this is going to be the time to do it, it's going to be. I'm learning a lot right now, so I'm kind of doing some different studies in in the Catholic faith. So trying to deepen uh, that, writing a new talk as well right now when we come out of this. Mm-hmm. So uh, staying busy. All right. Well. That's what we got to do. Stay occupied. That's the whole key during this uh, pandemic for however long it lasts. And we'll get right to it today. Today we'll get our. We need our snow blowers. Maybe our shovels uh, back in action. If you put them away, you may want to get them out uh, right now from the WHO TV Channel 13 Weather Desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwa currently at the Mercy One Studios here in Des Moines. We have cloudy skies, 31 degrees, a southeast wind at three miles per hour. But we will be under a winter weather advisory here in Central Iowa, beginning at noon today till uh, seven o'clock tomorrow morning. We can see one to four inches of snow here in central Iowa. That system that's uh, coming up uh, from the west is going to uh, clip a little bit more of Iowa than we thought. So rain changing to snow today. We could see heavy snow here in central Iowa at times. Today's high 38 degrees with an east-southeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. There is a winter uh, storm warning uh, down for southern Iowa. They expect 6 to 10 inches of snow, and that begins at 9 o'clock this morning. Tonight here in central Iowa, snow showers, uh, overnight low of 29 degrees. And tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 47 degrees for your Friday. Saturday and Sunday, not looking too bad. Saturday will be windy and warmer, a high of 60 degrees, and more of the same on Sunday, partly cloudy with a high of 58. If we can peek into the extended forecast, Monday through Wednesday next week, highs in the lower 60s. Well, in the news on this Thursday morning, well, for the first time, the Iowa Department of Transportation is allowing teenagers over the age of 14 years old to take the electronic knowledge-based driver's test at home with their parents as the proctors. Now, this is part of the Iowa DOT's Skip the Trip program that started last year, and that allowed students to take the written online uh, driving test at approved educational sites, places like their school. Well, due to the COVID pandemic, uh, the uh 
Iowa Department of Transportation has now expanded it to the students' homes. And parents or guardians just have to fill, just have to have a valid driver's license and fill out an application to administer the test to their children. Now, uh, if you want more information on this Skip the Trip program, uh, you can apply to administer an exam. Just go to the Iowa DOT's website, iowadot.gov. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And once again, all Iowa high school spring sports and activities have been suspended indefinitely. And uh, there is a chance that practice could begin May 1st if schools can begin and reopen by then. Uh, that includes girls and boys track, soccer, golf, and tennis here in the state of Iowa. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 31 degrees, a southeast wind at 3 miles per hour. But today we have a winter weather advisory here for central Iowa going into effect at noon until 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. Uh, we could see 1 to 4 inches of accumulation of snow here in central Iowa as rain will be changing to snow, heavy at times today, a high of 38 degrees. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather and Sports on your Thursday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Tony says he's tired of staring at the headlights like a deer. But, uh, you know, traffic's still running pretty easy. <laughs> Even though Deacon Tony is kind of not sure what he's doing on that side of the board anymore. I told him to make something up. You know, <laughs> aliens landing at Valley West Mall. But uh, not a bad trip for you at all if you're uh, making a trek out this morning. Again, lots of construction, so keep an eye on that. We do have road closures. We do have uh, reduced lanes in areas. Uh, otherwise, we are accident-free. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. On a time like this, aliens landing at Valley West Mall is believable for me. So I, I think I there, there's not a lot that I wouldn't believe going on in today's date. Let's go to your saint of the day. This is your saint of the day on Iowa Catholic Radio. I'll say a favorite saint in my household. My kids have been learning a lot about her lately, St. Bernadette today. She was born in France in 1844 to a very poor family. She was not a particularly bright student either, and she frequently suffered from asthma attacks. Her health wasn't that great. At the age of 14, before she had made her first communion, Bernadette, though, was visited by 18 visions of the lady who she called, who identified herself, and she eventually identified herself as the Immaculate Conception. It wasn't until this title was explained to Bernadette that she understand who was appearing to her. The lady asked that the church be built on the site of the apparition and challenged the world to a conversion of heart. Since the completion of the shrine there, many pilgrims have experienced miraculous healings in the waters at Lourdes. Bernadette was hounded by government and religious officials for five years following the apparitions before taking refuge in a convent of the Sisters of Notre Dame. She would later profess her vows with the congregation, but poor health continued to plague Bernadette. She passed away at the age of 35 years old. She was canonized in 1933. Her body to this day is still 
incorrupt. And I must say about Bernadette, it was that title, the Immaculate Conception, when she brought that to the church officials that made them believe her. She was very uneducated. She was poor. It was just five years before that, that this decree was released. She would have had no idea what that name meant or what that name was. But when Our Lady, when Our Lady divulged that title to her, the Immaculate Conception, then everyone knew this was true. Saint Bernadette, we ask today that you pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the saint of the day, a deacon here in Des Moines. Experience in wills and estate planning makes it easy on you because he does the work for you. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. You know, my son, the other day, as he was watching a little video on Bernadette, we do a little lunch and learn each day with the kids. And most of them are little saint videos that we have. And the kids just love them. You know, they're they're, they're made and, and, of course, you know, for them, for, for children. But... There's, they're rich. I get a lot out of these things as well. And one of the things that my son put together the other day is so many of these apparitions of Our Lady, so many of these incredible stories happen to the poor, to those that, that don't have great health, uh, to those that are struggling in life, to those that have difficult circumstances surrounding them. You know, that, that, that this is where our Lord, this is where Our Lady at times will go. And I think that tells us something, friends, really the heart of our God the heart of Our Lady who wants to bring us to our God, starts at a position, and oftentimes materially, as poor. Only then, oftentimes, are we able to fully give ourselves over to the Lord. But that spiritual poor, that that that, that spiritual um, giving away of our hearts is something that we can't overlook as well, especially during times like this. All right, when we come back, we're going to be talking to uh, a friend of mine and, and a dear friend of Iowa Catholic Radio, Mark Parrish, owner of funeral and funeral home director of Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. We're going to talk about how this COVID-19 has impacted funerals during this time and what they've had to do to accommodate families while complying with state and federal regulations. That's all coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on this Thursday, April 16th. Thank you for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. They were just at my house the other day. And I'll tell you, you get the text message right beforehand that they're going to be coming to remind you about a day before, which is perfect for me because oftentimes I forget these things. Then all of a sudden, they give you a phone call that they're going to arrive about 45 minutes beforehand. And most of the time, they arrive before that. Then right after that, they give you a text message to fill out something if you'd like on the service. And then right after that, they give you a phone call if you'd like to schedule anything else. It's just a customer service uh, haven. I, I've really enjoyed that, at least for me, on my own end. Expect high-quality workmanship and professionals during that time as well. GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Thursday, April 16th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. The Diocese of Des Moines is offering resources during this unprecedented time of the COVID-19 outbreak. Visit dmdiocese.org slash coronavirus to find spiritual resources, a list of parishes live streaming mass, a list of family activities, and much more. Check out our Facebook page as well for Bishop Johnson's private Wednesday mass live streamed at 1210 and his gospel reflection on Sunday mornings. Check out the April issue of the Catholic Mirror hitting mailboxes this weekend. You'll see a variety of perspectives from local Catholics working on the front lines in response to COVID-19, including doctors, pharmacists, truck drivers, and grocery store workers. Also read about priests in our diocese embracing new technology. 
and find out how the people are coping with the abrupt change to gatherings of no more than 10 people, including some Catholic engaged couples set to be married this spring. Read these stories and much more in the April issue of the Catholic Mirror, hitting mailboxes this weekend. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Bishop Johnson will be visiting with newly married couple impacted by the abrupt changes to the state's law prohibiting gatherings of more than 10 people during this COVID-19 outbreak. That's tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Jesus said, on this day the very depths of my tender mercy are open. I pour out a whole ocean of graces upon those souls who will approach the fount of my mercy on this day. The Feast of Divine Mercy is Sunday, April 19th. Jesus offers us extraordinary graces on this special holy day. It is like a second baptism, a complete cleansing of our souls, a grace we will probably never fully comprehend. Divine Mercy Sunday, April 19th. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Thank you for joining me today, friends. We've been outside of the Mercy One studio for the time being right now. Iowa Catholic Radio, as we are keeping you and yours. One of the things that you can continue to count on, though, is that we're going to be with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, still giving you that solid Catholic programming. I got an email, uh, excuse me, yeah, an email yesterday from someone that uh, lives out east that said that they have begun listening to Iowa Catholic Radio now from a trip that I was uh, out there a few months ago. And uh, during this time, he streams it every morning. And I want a big shout out to him. So thank you again to all of you that are a part of Iowa Catholic radio in big big ways we're going to get through this and we're getting through it together let's go to our last guest of the day he is an underwriter here in iowa catholic radio owner owner and funeral director of caldwell parish funeral home and crematory mark parish joins me hey mark hey john how you doing one of the questions i like asking the most of people right now is how life has changed uh for them i I gotta ask you that man how has life changed for you as a funeral home director yeah, it's uh, it's been a little difficult. It's been a little crazy. Um, you know, even though we're we're considered uh, an essential service, we uh, we still have to follow the the state's guidelines of, of ten or less people at a at a gathering. So 
which makes it uh, awfully difficult to have have a funeral. So, um, but we've been kind of kind of working through that and and uh, figuring out what we can do. So we've we've adapted and, and kind of got creative and uh, some different things that we're we're doing as uh, we've done a lot of private family uh, services, uh, visitations, graveside services. Um, you know, I still think. Uh, it's important for families to uh, have that closure um, of, of maybe uh, seeing the deceased if they need that. So even if they have a large family or, you know, a family of 40, 50 people, we might break that into smaller groups of five or six people uh, coming in at a time and, and having that, spend that time with the deceased and, and that, that they need for closure. And then when that group leaves, bring in another group. And so doing things like that. And uh, we've, we've, uh, I've um, done some graveside services where the family, just maybe some of the, maybe the widow and a couple children get out and actually go to the graveside service and, uh, other family might still be there, but stay in their car. So they're, they're physically present, but not at the graveside. And we might even, uh, live stream that to them in their vehicles. But, uh, uh, so those are some things we're doing, uh, any, any family that, uh, the private service with us now we're, we're offering if they want to have a public uh, memorial mass at a later date that we'll offer that to them at, at no additional charge um, so doing some of that sort of stuff uh, using a lot of technology so we've uh, we've started live streaming a lot of funerals um, which uh, was, was kind of crazy at first but we've worked through it and, and graveside services and um, and we've done uh, virtual arrangements using like a zoom video meeting so uh, which has actually been pretty pretty cool. We can we can share our screen and and uh, use a program that we'd use at the funeral home and walk them right through the the, the planning process. So um, so that's kind of what what we've been doing, uh, and I think some of the things we'll continue to do in the future as far as live streaming. I think it'll be a, a value added to families of somebody that's uh, you know homebound or out of state that can't make it. We can still still provide that. Uh, they can still be a part of that service. If someone wants a Catholic Mass right now, what does that look like? You have the priest, so there's one. I'm assuming they're not going to have any servers or anything, but you know, you you got to be there, or someone, uh, you know, representing um, the funeral service has got to be there. Is that then eight more people that can can attend? Yeah, we need to keep it. Yep, exactly. So um, we've we've done a um, just like the other day. We just did a. Uh, we didn't have a mass. We had a uh, just a little prayer service at the funeral home. And then they're going to do a, a public mass uh, at at a later date. So, but yeah, we, we if we did do a, a mass, um, you know, we kind of also got to go with what the priest is comfortable with as well, and uh, and keep it yeah keep it under ten total, including our, our staff and and uh, and what's needed for the for the church's staff, which makes it pretty we difficult. We can't attend so. a funeral. What do you recommend we do when someone we know dies? Yeah, John, that's a, that's a great question. Um, uh, as you know, as Catholics, we're called to, to go to funerals. Uh, we're even called to go to those uh, funerals of people we don't know, parishioners at our church that, uh, that we don't know. It's, it's uh, one of the corporal works of mercy of, of burying the dead. So, um, but obviously we can't do that right now, so it's, it's really tough. But, um, so what can we do? Uh, if you look at uh, what canon law says about uh, funerals, um, the canon law basically says there's three purposes of a funeral: to to pray for the spiritual support of the deceased, honor the body of the deceased, and then uh, bring hope to the living. So, if you kind of go through those, there's different. I think some creative ways we can we can still do all of that. Um, obviously, for praying for the deceased, we can pray anywhere, right? So we're 
a lot of us, a lot of people are stuck at home right now. Maybe we have a little bit of uh, extra time where we can pray a little more. So we can still pray for the deceased, uh, honor the body of the deceased. This one's probably the most difficult. Um, obviously, we would normally go to a visitation or go to a funeral mass and honor the body in that way. So um, we can't do that right now. Um, but my thought is uh, maybe after the family has a service and uh, and they they bury the deceased, go to the cemetery the next day or the, in the days to come and and uh, honor them that way and, and pray uh, with them there um, would be a good good option for honoring the body of the deceased and then bring hope to the living. Um, even though we can't go to the visitation and, and service, you can still call the family. Uh, you can still send a card. Um, something I think that'd be kind of cool to do, uh, is get a group of friends that, uh, if you have, if you know somebody that, that dies or their family that dies, uh, get a group of people that know that person and set up like a, a virtual, like a zoom meeting, a zoom visitation and have a bunch of friends together and, and have a zoom visitation with that family or that person and, and support them in that way. Um, mm-hmm. so, and then, you know, I think, uh, what people, don't realize is that sometimes in the days leading up to the funeral, uh, yeah, those are, are difficult times, but also the the weeks, months, years to come after someone loses love or that widow's, you know, back at home, everything's back normal. Those days can be really tough. So when this pandemic's over, uh, go visit that person uh, that loses someone, take them out to lunch, do some of that sort of stuff. God forbid this happens, but what do we do if a family member or someone that we know close to and, and need to make arrangements for dies? Say it again. Sorry, cut out, John. Uh, sure, I said that. God forbid this happens, but what do we what do we do if someone we know or like a, a close family member dies during this time? Yeah, um, you know, losing a loved one any time is a is a obviously a very emotional time. Uh, I think losing a loved one during a pandemic is, is uh, even a, an extra emotional time. So my advice to you or to somebody that would lose somebody would be uh, don't make an extra emotional decision in, in what is already an emotional time. So what I mean by that is, uh, you know, before you rush to make any decisions, because we've had some people think that they've had to just choose cremation or choose this or that, and they don't have to. So what I mean by that is uh, before you make any decisions, talk to your funeral director Figure out all your options, then go talk with your family, talk with your priest, and then come back together as a group and, and, and make an educated decision on what you what you can do. Yeah, I think that's a great answer, man. What's your website? Uh, CaldwellParish.com. CaldwellParish.com, friends. Mark Parrish, everyone. Mark, thanks for coming on, brother. Really appreciate you. You bet, John. Good to talk to you. All right. Again, friends, that's CaldwellParish.com. They also are underwriters here in Iowa Catholic Radio, and we really appreciate them. That puts the show in the books today, friends. We'll be back on live tomorrow outside of the Mercy One studio again, still bringing you that Catholic Radio 24 hours a day, seven days a week. In the meantime, as we've talked about throughout uh, these shows, and we did today earlier about the diocese, your parish, keep them in your prayers more importantly as well well, not more importantly than prayers but also remember to reach out to those loved ones that might be struggling during this time pray with them uh, too and uh, and pray for them all right thank you so much for joining me today friends that puts this show in the books deacon tony would you give us your blessing merciful god protector of all who hope in you bless your people keep them safe defend them prepare them they're free from sin and safe from the enemy They may persevere always in your love, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Just to know you and to make you know we lift your name on high. Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide. We know we were made for so much more than Father's heart Into the world we're reaching out To show them who you are So living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.